0: Hello everybody, welcome, welcome back to another edition of Roll for Damage. Uh, I am Jojo, I am here with only the boys today, no DM, no Andrew, so I have Austin with me, uh, Corey, Corey with K, uh, and then Reese, who all play the beloved characters of Lepeth, and now into the new campaign of Ook, Beck, Bellix, and Horbis. We also don't have Mike, uh, AKA Ronan, with us. So it'll just be the four of us today, but we're, uh, coming at you with a nice little, uh, different kind of thing. It's more of a recap today. I'll let Austin take it over from there and explain a little bit more on that.
1: What's up everybody. Uh, say hi boys. Corey Reese. Hi. Hello. We are, uh, trying something new and it is every few episodes we hit five so i figured that was a good milestone to just test this out we'll see if it if we have enough to talk about through five episodes to make a decent episode if not we might stretch it out to 10 or whatever we'll see maybe we'll fucking just forget to do one and do it at like seven i don't know all of these are possibilities um we're just going to go through the first five episodes we're not going to do like extensive breakdowns but we're going to make it so like someone could probably drop in and You know, listen to a recap and be like, okay, there's this, 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 and this that happened in the first five episodes. So, uh, uh, kind of, they're all caught up and could just move on from there. So, uh, I guess we will just jump right into it and we'll talk about episode one. We got off the docks into the fiery town.
2: Yeah. And see, I'll say I was a little confused. About exactly what was happening in town, because of how everything was described at first. Um, You know, he said, like, the city was on fire. Yeah. uh, But I guess I didn't understand the scale of destruction that lay before me. So, when we got to that town, that town was devastated. It had just been hit with a bomb.
1: Yeah, it was completely destroyed. Like, I'm the the same way. Like, he was like, oh, the city's on fire. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we we were, like, walking through it. And he was like, yeah, there's literally, like, no houses that aren't wrecked. And I'm like, oh, man, this is fucking pretty
2: crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like a bomb went off. Because, I mean, it makes (laughs) sense. Two meteorites had slammed into that town beforehand.
0: Shockwave alone could have just... Destroyed yeah. half the buildings and, around. Yeah,
1: him Horbus started lighting places on fire as well, so. Yeah.
3: yeah. Now really, he's not only an arsonist, but basically <laughs> a bomber, <but laughs> from what we're finding out.
1: Uh, Horbus yeah. actually just has Meteor Swarm. He's just fucking. <laughs> he's just hiding it. <laughs> he's just hiding he's it from wild us. Wild Yeah. Uh, um,
0: Beck and Ook's perspective was a lot different from Belix's. Like, Belix was already jumping into action. Uh, Beck and Ook were kind of just like, what the fuck? We were just coming here to catch another boat ride or something, and then, yeah, we seen this town on fire.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that like we went to the next town over and they were just like, "Yep, fucking everything's just fucking business as usual here." Yeah,
2: everything's fine. Yeah, I was like,
1: I was like, these guys like, yeah, they had to have seen just a like a fucking nuke cloud go off.
2: Yeah, I mean it was a day walk.
1: Yeah. Um, so also we fought the e- extraterrestrial the aliens uh for the first time and they're doing stuff in uh Ook's head. We don't yeah. really know anything more about that yet.
2: And so those aliens um a good description of them, we say pointy snakes, sharp worms, uh stuff like that and they are Fairly, i don't, well, I don't even snake know tails, but
3: they have like chests and arms that but they have snake tails yeah yeah like, yeah
1: they look like the like alien great. from alien if kind it had of, a snake yeah. body
2: right but and he
1: had it said it had like here. 10 10 snake tails on each one
0: oh really that was, that was like the that was like the that was one, the, bigger one. the uh, the first ones were kind of like if you were to take a snake and let it like kind of rise up like a cobra does and then give it praying mantis arms.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. And so, then
2: yeah. Yeah, right. And and I'm not going to lie. Bellux, uh you said you wanted to go to Brubor. Um to be honest, that's one of the last paces, places Bellax wants to go right now. Mm-hmm. So he's leading Beck across the country. So, to put it in perspective, Aben is in the center of, like, an archipelago of of islands or continents. Yep. And Brubor lays to the northwest. I'm currently leading the party southeast across Aben to the, the southeast corner, which is the furthest away from Brubor it can go. Um. At first, I was coming here to stir, like heading this way to stir stuff up, you know, going to the the Twin Kingdoms. Um, but we found out from Quarry that they have super big aliens to the north, which would be the second close closest port town to Brubor. Um. And so, even if I wanted to get you back to... I think it
0: was to the north in the plains. Not yeah, south.
2: yeah, to the north. That's where the, the nearest dock is. That's where those biggest... The huge aliens came from. Up there in the desert. And so... I couldn't even really take you guys that way now if I wanted to. So now... We're going to the Twin Kingdoms almost for a completely different reason. But uh, on our way there, before we met Quarry, we met Ronan. Right? Just out in the middle of the...
1: Yeah, so in the first episode as well, we... were not in the first episode. The second, we got into the seven, second episode.
2: <laughs>
1: we uh, uh, investigated the meteors and then they went underground which I am worried about. I don't know if that is just to make it so like they're gone or if there's like some sort of devious reason that Andrew has to have them underground. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like if there's some sort of like, oh, the core of the earth is hollow. And now it's like, (laughs) what is down there? What is going on here?
2: Well, I'm really worried about that. From the way I um, see it in my head... It's almost like they started, like, vibrating at, like, a super high frequency and, like, settled in underneath the ground almost. Like, created a little sinkhole. Oh, yeah. Of, like, loose dirt and stuff as it, like, reset itself and dug down.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, but, like, how deep did they...
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> how, how screwed would we have been if we would have gotten stuck? Yeah, yeah, I, was, I, yeah
0: I, I think was, we would have died. I thought... I thought Horus could have been sucked in. Uh, yeah, I think that was. Like, uh, I thought he was going to, gonna to out go out straight, like, <laughs> yeah. straight like straight like
2: Well, he gave us. He was, I guess, pretty nice. He gave us a move action or an yeah, action, so to get he away. could have just out. Could have just used it to move thirty feet.
1: Yeah, and then he gave us the move action. He was all nice, and then JoJo was just like. I'm going to throw Horbus. It's like, bro, you can both fucking just move. Oh, like, it will. Like, no, yeah, like, I was like, bro, you can both just move. Like, Yeah.
2: Well, he's like, as he loses his feet and falls into me, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> I would not be the one to lose my feet. Forever.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, in, in the thought process of Ook, whenever he was, like, sliding down that crevasse into, like, where the hole was, where the meteor was being sucked in, uh, he just thought, Oh boy, I'm gonna straight tabletop the shit out of fucking Bellix here. So I just I'm... hoist him up and threw him out of the hole real quick and then I would just climb out myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But uh yeah, those those meteors disappearing. I I honestly think the freaking passengers on the boat just or like the people from the boats just
1: Yeah, really I actually I'm actually okay, really curious what well. <laughs> happened with the people off the on the boats. Like did they just yeah, get back on the boats them. and fucking That's leave? What it
2: seemed like they were like, All right, bye guys, good luck. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they didn't like help look for anything, like Yeah try to save anyone. They're just like, nah, not my problem.
3: So I think I don't also know what happened in the town because I think they all ran away because we didn't really find anyone or anyone did it. No, so. we didn't find anything. Not a no, single person. You said there the were town. bodies
2: everywhere.
1: Yeah, like we didn't find oh, any survivors. I didn't. Oh, is I did was there referring
3: wasn't to. anywhere. I thought there yeah. wasn't a whole lot of bodies. I like thought. we didn't
1: find any survivors. Is what I was referring to. I
2: think to. he downplayed it a little bit because. I feel like there would have been refugees in that town that was right next door, that little village. Yeah. They would have at least heard about it. So something happened. Like, maybe some of them were, like, inc- like incinerated and the worms ate the rest of them, or... Yeah. Could
1: not be. quite. Yeah. Um, I think level... T- or second episode, we also made it to that little town, which was (laughs) a little underwhelming, to say the least, I guess.
2: Yeah, Uh, like five huts. Yeah, like five
1: fucking huts that he had there. (laughs) So, we got there. um, We saw the true uh, the true Bellix come out for a little bit there. (laughs) So, uh i guess i'm interested now after seeing that because like we first saw bellix he was just like save as many people as you can blah blah and then like we got to that town and bellix is like uh yeah they're giving us all their stuff and uh these horses and uh they're they said it's fine <laughs> and it's like wait a minute is like what Belix are we is this like on purpose where you just like the switch is flipped or like, is it like, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. So Belk's has a very strict set of morals. Um. And so needless slaughter is like a, a no go to him. And he's very, like, strict about that. Um, But procuring items that will help him and his companions do uh, what he imagines is only epic great things. Is, you know, kind of like for the greater good. Um, Also when he first met you when he first meets anyone it's it's all belk's charm being very nice showing the moves but when he i guess crosses a, a threshold of familiarity with somebody and as he starts becoming more familiar with people the layers start to come off and and you see deeper and deeper to his, his true core persona, which uh, still hasn't even broken through yet. There will be time, I'm sure, but it, it's probably many, many episodes away when you'll really see Belks kind of settle in and uh, probably be kind of shocking, to be honest.
1: Yeah i'm excited uh for belks and ook it feels like there's gonna be some fun things that happen between the two of you i feel like horbus and beck are pretty straightforward uh yeah as well as ronin like, like uh there's no little secret backstory or anything like that you know to find out yeah well there might be and- I, I don't know. I, I, guess I should Horvus, just I can't speak I for should Horvus.
0: just uh, make sure cuz I'm not sure like I think I mentioned in session 0 of like kind of how Ook came to this plane and stuff but I don't think I really went into depth or detail on it so I'll say like I'll I'll be sure to let everybody know that like Ook was flying through the air at one point um and lost said powers that he had been given um from his past and he plummeted to, to the ground entering into a stasis effect from an unknown cause, um, as of now, to everybody except for me and Andrew. Um, And I hit the ground as a meteor, basically, in a field that Beck uh, was was around. Um, And then from that moment, I proceeded to stay in this like crystallized stasis effect that uh, Beck found, and he took care of Ook for many, many years as he was in the stasis effect and then randomly one day the crystal around him broke and Uuk came out and that's kind of how uh Ook is very um he doesn't know much about the world he's very uh giddy when it comes to things that are new it's like what is this like me calling that giant temple a mountain it was just him being he doesn't know like oh, this is a temple, like, this is a place people come to do stuff, or stu- things like that. Um, it was more of just, like, from the time spent with Beck, he just noticed that this is a big rock structure, kind of like a mountain off in the distance or something. And so it, it's kind it kind of shows that, because he has amnesia, Uke um, doesn't remember his past, uh, but that's what you're starting to see with, like, the glimpses of uh, the vision where Uke was fighting one of those big alien creatures or a bigger version of those alien creatures and killing it. And it was like his own hand stabbing into it and stuff. And, uh, he does also have five rubies in his horns, um, that really stick out to Ooh, anybody that can kind of, see egg, his eh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh! Five rubies up in there, one bigger, and then four succeeding past down wow. under it. Um, almost like
1: a ranking. Oh, we're getting,
0: getting some good <laughs> stuff here. And, uh, so it's definitely interesting on, uh, how the secrets will be pulled out for Oop because, uh, a lot of his past is, it, it has a lot to do with, uh, what Bellix talks about, the dragon riders and stuff like that. So it has a lot to do with, uh, the lore behind Bellix's stories that he, he's telling people. So I would definitely say pay close attention to when Bellix goes off into a little rant about, uh legendary beings in this world that were considered or called the dragon riders and stuff like that.
2: So, about that uh a long time ago, Andrew DM'd a campaign for Austin myself and uh a couple other friends. Uh and we were all like these these big powerful uber things by the time it was done. Um and so Belks is telling stories about that, which, as JoJo hinted, may or may not have some stuff to do with this campaign, uh, but know this, everything that I say is Belks is only half true and with a splash of bias, a heavy splash of bias, so, uh... Everything I say isn't quite right, but there is some good stuff in there for you guys to dig through.
1: Um about how about Horbus? Let's uh what is what is Horbus think of the first like our first two encounters, our first two sessions. What was Horbus's two or three, we'll go with three when we got out of that town. Like what was Horbus trying to like, take us through Horbus's thought process about the whole thing. Because he walked into town. For, first of all, we don't know why he was going into that
2: town. Right. He was just on the other side of the well from us. I almost ran yeah. into
3: him. Well, that's just where he was after he set everything off, obviously. But
1: Set everything on... F- no, I'm just kidding. Right, uh, set everything
2: <laughs> off. Huh? Huh? Off,
1: more like on. Fire. Right. Right.
3: <laughs> Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he's probably thinking about a lot of things just because I'm sure his mind kind of runs at a mile, million miles an hour. But uh, for the most part, I think for the, as far as the meteors go, and I guess he, I don't want to give too much away. And I don't think he said anything like in character, but he has like had somebody reference a purple and gold meteor to him before any of oh. this happened. So. Um, and I, I won't give too much away, but a divination person basically had like set mentioned that, and I was like, Oh, okay, so uh, he's just trying to get to the bottom of it, you know, because he's a naturally curious and then you know, investigative type of person, yeah. So, uh, I think once he gets to uh, Brubor or not Brubor, uh, these two cities, yeah, I forget what not not uh, Infinite, but the other one. The one we're closer to, I forget what it's called. Horbin? But... Horbin. <laughs> yeah, is it Horbin Kingdom? I guess I thought maybe that was <laughs> yeah. something else, but because uh... I'm sure he's been there because he's from this continent, but I feel like we'll be able to get to the bottom of it kind of... Hopefully.
2: Okay. That's fun. He's face-palmed quite a few times. Yeah, I like Horbis. I love I would love... That. I loved when he was like, oh, my God, you know, like and just yeah. like out loud, like these guys are too unreal. <laughs> yeah, oh, defi- I
3: guess, yeah, I guess I could elaborate on that a little bit for, as far as what he thinks about, like the other people in the party. He doesn't like he li- I think he likes everyone for sure, but he definitely uh, thinks everyone's kind of like a kook for sure, <laughs> You because know, he's I mean, I guess maybe. Uh, it's
1: like how like someone ch- who grew up in the city would see like fucking.
3: Like yes country, country people. people yeah exactly <laughs> it's that kind of like distinction because he's super like sheltered essentially like not necessarily like, sheltered oh but he's like a bookworm type so he's not you know yeah. used to being around those kind of people
1: as demonstrated but, by his refusal to sleep right inside.
3: but it's a fun dynamic i think because he like likes beck and Ook and thinks of them as his friends but you know wouldn't normally be friends with those type of people kind of thing so
1: yeah through the first couple episodes uh beck was uh thinking you guys were a little crazy i wanted to do that thing where i didn't know how to lie but it's just so it's so hard to not even like tie just tell like a little lie especially because like when i'm joking around i'll just fucking like say something and then it's just like well fucking i technically cannot say that like you know what i'm saying so i decided to accelerate the process of Beck learning what at least what lying is I don't think I've purposely told a lie yet he doesn't see the point in it but now he's like aware that it's a thing within the world
2: uh yeah one
0: thing that he did say one thing that Beck did say that I was like I don't know if like it was it was just clearly an accident of course um but it was like when the meteor went missing uh he was like yeah one of the chunks that I broke off went missing and Beck did not break off any chunk Oh. like it was it was just a yeah mis- that was
1: just probably some i just talking
0: it, it, yeah and it was kind of like the time when uh because beck trusts ook a lot and then he was like don't let anybody see well, the meteors does he and ook gave the meteors to harvest yeah and then they <laughs> got stolen uh yeah uh yeah. Beck came out and he's like why does he have them and that at that moment i it was like immediate facepalm for me <laughs> because i was like oh Fuck. Like, <laughs> I literally broke uh, the like, bonds and words that we had. Immediately, Immediately. like, yeah. ten
1: minutes later. <laughs> fucking Ook was just like, yeah, this would be, like, episode four, we met fucking Corey or, yeah, Corey." and Ook was like, Beck didn't want anyone, I, I was really kind of weirded out by it, because you guys were like, yeah, we'll just go show people, it's like, I don't know, like, we might be the only people, and uh, i seemed to have been right when it got stolen from us because it's like we were the only people who had like pieces of those meteors so it'd be basically like going around like just holding on to like a one of one baseball card that's worth a million dollars and just showing it to people and like you know like people be like Hmm, i'm gonna fucking absolutely rob that guy the first chance i get and then you guys are yeah, having
0: like, like a kobe bryant basketball card after uh, yeah. Yeah. what happened and stuff and then it goes up in like a skyrocketing price especially if you like think about one it of it's like, those or something.
1: it's like if someone if there's like on the news it's like yeah the aliens invaded earth and they have like these crazy guns that just incinerate people and then everyone's just like oh that's insane and then you were just like yeah i have one of those guns the government would literally just come and kill you like immediately <laughs> and you guys were just like yeah, we got pieces of this meteor. Whatever happened, we know. It's like, I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, real trusting guys here.
2: <laughs> uh, Bellix thinks that Ook and Beck are very weird. Like you said, <laughs> Beck doesn't lie much or seems like. To miss out on a lot of social cues. And Ook is just like... Yep. Beck's my best friend. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, what about the weather? Well, Beck likes it more when it's <laughs> nighttime. It's like, what? Well, uh, okay. Um, You guys are like... Same-sex soulmates...
1: Yeah, we're just, like, best buddies. Like, we, like, me and JoJo, like, before the campaign started, I was like, we should just play, like, fucking, we're just super fucking best buddies, you know?
2: Well, and I almost feel like when you said, like, that you broke off Chunks of Rock, it's just because, like, you know, call me by your name, like, you just consider Ook an extension Ookbeck. of yourself like he yeah. you said Ookbeck. the yeah. name is uke <laughs> right like yeah belk's even said something like that right when he was trying to give a false name yeah. after uh i guess i guess
0: one thing that horbus and uh belks hasn't really asked Ook and beck is like how we've come to meet because i mean honestly if you guys think about it a bog and a tiefling together that's that's a weird combo yeah it's like uh the well, van... i've never seen a bulk. yeah i was gonna say it's yeah. probably
1: the first bog anyone's ever seen yeah, and it comes down to, I like, with him re-
0: rehabilitating me to the world after I, I broke out of that stasis effect. Um, basically, it was, like, the teacher and the pupil. Like, uh, Beck brought Ook, like, onto the planes, showed him how to hunt, how to gather, um, how to hide from people and stuff. Like, and they lived on the plains for a couple months together and stuff before uh, uh, Beck was like, we need to go to borales uh i have something i need to tell someone and stuff like that and so that was like kind of it was like two guys on the planes just living together only had each other basically yeah and no one else so the the trust and the bond that built was just inevitable to
1: happen also i when ook woke up out of his stasis i kind of pictured him as like a robot that was just like learning so like ook didn't Chappy. even know who he was. Yeah, like Chappie, exactly. So, like, Ook, Ook just picked up, like, whatever fucking
2: trade. Yeah,
1: up. exactly.
2: Um, uh. So, Belks doesn't ask you guys very many questions because Belks doesn't want to create an atmosphere where we talk about our past. So, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll throw that out there. That's why... Belk's will never ask you guys personal questions, um, but uh, despite how weird you guys are, Belk's thinks you guys uh, are definitely worthy to join in his shenanigans. I mean, <clears throat> conquest. I mean, <laughs> journeys. Um, <What> the fuck. <laughs> uh, but. Ook he's seen take many, 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 many hits. Uh hasn't really seen him hit things all that much a couple times. And he did very, very hard. Making like little craters and crap in the ground.
0: As hard as fucking Bellix. Bellix be doing dishing out the damage.
2: Ook has Ook yeah. has the looks to his
0: uh to his stuff, but uh Yeah. It's kind of funny because Ook and Beck are kind of pacifist. Like we don't like to fight. We don't fight for joy or fun or (laughs) anything. As
1: we're out just fucking slaughtering deer in the forest. Well, (laughs) no, that that's
2: an animal. (laughs) We're pretty pacifist. Shows you
1: just snapping a deer's (laughs) neck.
2: It takes a lot to get Ook riled up.
1: Yeah, he didn't. You could see that he didn't even rage. Like you know that first fight, it was like,
0: eh, whatever.
2: Super late rage. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. You can tell you guys are kind of like he—he's a lot different for like
0: a, different. A, a typical barbarian. He is a typical barbarian, but he has the subtle differences that uh do stick out.
2: Well, and I—I I feel like now that you've in encor- or encountered the Naza a couple more times, um, you're gonna be more quick to react. Yeah, you know, you're definitely. gonna you're gonna go into your raid probably a bit quicker now. That you Like, oh, I know what's up. Time to crush these things before they kill this entire city. Mm-hmm. Uh... So... Bellox likes being the center of attention without being the center of attention. Um... Which is one of the reasons he's walking around with a, a fur bulg And uh, a guy that has gemmed horns. And a big ol' you know halberd and then there's this little nerdy guy who hangs around he doesn't say much just shakes his head most of the time when i'm talking and uh reads books all the time uh but he throws around crazy awesome spells when he hits uh bellix honestly believes that the meteors probably knocked most of the buildings down and killed everybody but he firmly believes that horbis is the person who set the town on fire while trying to fight the aliens so i'll just go ahead and throw that out there that's
1: pretty that's a pretty fair assumption though
0: I, I was thinking about it, and I just want to say it, but, like, even though Mike's not here with us, uh, yeah. I really I really like how his character is slowly, like, he seems, like, nervous, and then, like, you'll hear the little slip-up where he's like, would you like to join my cult? I mean, uh, temple?
1: Dude, I, <laughs> I love doing love that, that in D&D so much. I love doing <laughs> little slip-ups. So, like, yeah, like, uh in our group chat, he was just like, yeah, I have to keep passing out handers until they allow me to go back, and it was just like in character he was talking about he was like yeah i'm just like on a mission from him like handing out flyers and shit and then like i was like allowed huh like oh you're not just like on a missionary trip you're actually just fucking like booted out for something you know but we don't know that in character uh
2: belks is definitely gonna try to at some point help him hit his quota yeah
1: i don't know what his quota is but (laughs) i don't know i hope it's not a lot because i want to see what happens when he does
2: hit it (laughs) <laughs> Belks is the cult of personality, so we're going to get on it.
1: Uh, I will say this. Uh, I think that uh, I know the four people in here. I can't speak for Mike, I guess, because I haven't played with him much. But the four people in here are really good at, like, taking that out of game knowledge and not applying it in character. So I guess I want to ask everybody, like, I want to hear some, like, theories that you as a person have. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on in XYZ? So, like, we have... Uh, like, mine would be that... Like, the one I said, like, I don't know where those rocks went. And I feel like, as a player, there's some fucking underground colony... Of these things that, like, we don't know about as players. Or as PCs. But, like, as players, it's like, I just have a bad feeling. Like, this is happening. Also, something that lends to that theory... Is it's been like what like seven days, like a week since we fucking, if that, you know, a couple travel days. Uh, they're already like in the desert and have like encountered people, and people have, you know what I'm saying? Bigger one, yeah. So, I'm wondering, like, if they even had anything to do with the meteor because, or if the meteor's like activated like an underground colony of them. This is like just Austin as a player. On the corkboard here connecting the fucking dots.
0: I almost see the meteors as like a spaceship in a way. That went into the ground and started pooping out these fucking creatures. See, or even see, like they could have been conduits for like a portal to open in an underground cave. See that's what I thought too.
1: But then it uh, the math just doesn't add up. Unless these things are just insanely you know what I'm saying. Because like between the time the meteor hit we fought those ones. A week later we're in a town all the way across the continent. And some dude is just like. Yeah, there's, like, giant ones in the desert up north. It's like, what are you talking... Like, so they had time within them, like... Because that was, like, four days. That was, like, three or four days. So they had time, the bigger ones, to get out of the meteors. Or wherever the meteors landed. Burrow all the way to the desert. And then be found and fight someone there. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, why could... I'm thinking... My... I'm just... It's thinking they were here already and the meteors like awoke in them
3: well, so i kind of took it that they like got here and they were like zerg status or they're just so fast that they like, burrow and it. stuff that they just are going crazy is kind of what i thought i guess but yeah
1: that that could be too but i mean the math is just insane you know because i would mean like the meteors landed the big ones just immediately burrowed like 500 miles came out and just started attacking people i guess that could happen but then like the people would have a, been attacked
2: over there or something.
1: Oh, true. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. There okay. could have been
2: a couple strikes or something or at different times. And That's... we're just now catching up.
1: Yeah, I did. So... I was talking in our chat that like, I'm wondering like how far this is going to go because if we get to these big kingdoms, we can like tell them like, Hey, like don't let boats off. Cause I feel like you could just keep it in Aben and then it's just like, aben becomes i mean if all else fails aben just becomes this fucking wasteland that these things just inhabit and fucking unless they can swim but i don't think they'd be able to swim i'm on that i'm definitely on that that uh that train so
2: what if there was like some crazy prophecy and so all of there's going to be like an extra planar war that takes place like in our plane on our planet and it's going to be like this giant battle royale for supremacy and that this is just like the the beginning invasion force because it was weird to me that like those things came out of the ground you know how long have those rocks been there yeah well the fires were
1: still like burning. burning
2: So yeah, it could
0: have been. There that was long. like half the buildings were already like crumbled, decomposed, and stuff. So it could have easily been like at least twelve
1: hours or more. Yeah, but but it couldn't have been know, that long, is what I'm saying.
2: Well, and those things they they came out of the ground, right? They like. Or crawled out from under bodies and stuff. So, I'm I'm really I'm really just kind of confused about. Yeah, what what their mo is? Why weren't they like walking around or sleeping somewhere? Why why were they just laying under bodies? Unless I, yeah, why weren't they? They could have
0: been festering into bodies. Yeah, like predator, could be like, like some alien, alien,
1: stuff. alien style. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any like conspiracy theories yet? Have you? And <laughs> it, it could be like I have I have one as well that I kind of want to. I was gonna talk to andrew about we'll get into it a little bit when we talk about like what's going on for the future but if anyone's got any conspiracy theories about these snakes or anything like that i'd love to hear them because i i so
0: um i really have to watch what i say Uh (laughs) uh-oh i will i will just put this out here um
1: here we go i'm writing this down a lot, of the Jonos, uh, gets that trending.
0: a lot of the stuff with, uh, the Naza, um, Uk would have a hand in, you know, uh-huh. he,
1: we need to kill not,
0: like... not, not like helping a hand, but he has a hand in the door of what these are, where they come from and why they're here. Uh, as portrayed, like I said with the Vision earlier, where he was killing a lot bigger of one, and he could see his own hand and stuff in it. Um it, It's really... It, it, it really portrays to his past. And, uh... In Ook's past, he, he wasn't on the mortal plane a lot. He was on a bunch of different planes. So, he, uh... He ended up having to fight these things a couple times, I'm sure. Um And so... Like, uh, with Corey telling us, have you ever tried talking to the rocks? That really got Ook thinking, what if I talked to this rock? Or tried talking to it, or like, communing through it as like a uh, as a, uh, a focus. Um, and so that's that's why uh, Ook mentioned to Beck, like, hey, you and me need to go off on our own. I need to tell you, or talk to you about some things that have been bugging him. And stuff. And so, oh. there is stuff to do uh, with the NASA portraying Ook that is still unknown to the party, uh, to the viewers, and to the players. But uh, as far as I know, it does have does go hand-in-hand hand with some stuff that's happened to Ook.
2: Hmm. Interesting. So what are we supposed to think? If you pick up this rock like a telephone, start talking to it... In Infernal. And, <laughs> right, and a drop ship of these worms comes we're gonna be like uh, you, oh uh, I don't uh, think it would happen I, like that. I, <laughs>
0: that I think it I think it would more happen to the point of where it would be like an
1: internal talk yeah I also um, yeah I was just gonna say I can't wait for the moment to just see like what happens where it's just like is it, it are we just gonna be in a fight and like some flip switches in ook and he just like starts going fucking ape shit like you know what I'm saying like one of these things attacks him and then he has like vietnam ptsd flashbacks and just fucking goes insane it could it could definitely happen
0: um uh one thing i will say is ook is a bloodline of Zerial, um which in this world is dead of uh yeah in this
1: world of traceria Zerial is dead we that campaign we played where we were like super powerful dragon riders we killed Zerial. Yep. And the dragon riders killed Zerial. yeah so I know that had something to do with Ook.
2: Um So go ahead. Uh, no, uh, I was just gonna I don't know, ask <laughs> <laughs> about stuff going forward, but
1: we can go to go forward unless Reese's got some cool I think uh I wanna say this as well. I think Horbis knows more than he's letting on. But definitely, I can't wait for Reese to just do it like in character, like revealing stuff as Horbus. So I don't want to press Reese for information, but Reese, do you have any like conspiracy theories about like what? Like, are you adding adding some up? Confirm or deny that statement? (laughs) But
3: uh, um, I don't really have a conspiracy necessarily, Horbus. I mean, I don't want to say yes or no to that, but. Yeah, you don't have to. I could I'd, be either. I honestly, honestly, you could, could, could say you could
1: say yes or no, bit. and Austin, the player, is going to assume it's still yes. Like if you say no, so. Yeah.
2: Well, either. I think I know more about Ronan's character than I do about Horbus, to be honest.
1: Yeah, Horbus, Horbus has talked a lot, but he's hasn't like revealed that he's kind of a very mysterious character still.
3: Yeah, big old question mark. Yeah. I feel like smart people definitely like hold their cards, you know yeah so absolutely, like, absolutely. You know, have to reveal things to people you don't necessarily trust kind of thing not that he doesn't trust the party but no they just i f- haven't been I together feel that know. long yeah but um yeah no i don't really have any extra bits or anything to add all right but he'll he'll definitely say like he'll once we get into the town and kind of figure out what we're going to do he'll he'll reveal that he does that he's has heard at least of the like purple and gold and oh by the way pulls the zipper on the back of his head yeah my <laughs> one uh my one conspiracy i guess is that i think andrew picked purple and, and gold for an obvious reason That's, i do too yeah it's just kind of making me mad so yeah. but other as, than as that,
1: like the bad guys andrew's a yeah exactly Packer fan yeah. and, and purple and gold enough. is the vikings, vikings fans, colors. So. so he made the big bad like evil people of the campaign come exactly.
3: out of purple and gold and we'll probably meet some npc that's like the good guy to and these guys and he'll be gold yeah. yeah yeah he'll
1: be made of cheese and fucking <laughs> <laughs>
3: that'd be great
2: uh,
1: um so fact, oh go ahead
2: uh, the fact that Belks has been leading everyone through aben is flabbergasting to me you're just because... a natural leader man I, uh, I mean, yeah, that that is true. He talks a good game, but he has never been to Aben. He knows <laughs> next to nothing about Aben. He's seen some maps and he's heard a little bit of backroom talk,
3: backroom but he talk. knows
2: nothing about this place.
3: Horbus won't let us get lost. Yeah, <laughs> even I'm though even though you're like,
1: yeah, the. Easiest way is down here, and horbus was like, "Uh, no, actually, I, I can't. That's wrong. That's wrong."
2: <laughs> yeah, that's oh. why I, I figure that whenever Belix is talking, he's just like silently just shaking his head no the whole time.
3: He's literally horbus is literally like has a personality type where yeah, he, uh, he's like can't, he can't not correct belks if he's about to say <laughs> something a, that he knows just is Just a wrong. typical
1: alpha male, really. <laughs> exactly
3: Um,
1: all right um so to finish up here uh i mean we'll be talking about this for a while to finish up this episode we're going to talk about we're going to go through person by person and i think we're just going to give you guys like some sort of preview of what we're planning on doing with our characters either like within the world or like mechanically, like what feats we're thinking about taking and how they would work together and stuff like that. Uh, I will preface this by saying Andrew, as we've seen, is a very brutal DM. So, I mean, I was talking about being a little funny guy with my feats and stuff, but I don't think I'm actually going to do that stuff. We have to play pretty uh, efficiently to stay alive in Andrew's campaigns. But I do enjoy the challenge. I will say that.
2: Uh, yeah, except for the last time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when we were the exact opposite of Efficient and it showed because we just got fucking wopped everywhere we went. Every uh,
0: combat. Which, <laughs> yeah, if, if you haven't, uh, definitely check out the LaPeth campaign all the way from the beginning and stuff. You'll it, see us uh, really yeah. funny guys, really fun builds, really just, you know, really highlights the artificer stuff. class of five yeah the better and, parts
1: of beginning artificer and you you'll
0: truly see us uh get our asses handed to us multiple time times. after time s- i think we only lucked out in the path campaign we because we crux, had right, pretty good some, though yeah, yeah, yeah
1: we we wamped we crux. crux. Cruxus.
3: <laughs>
1: i um, wasn't even there for that yeah yeah and that, we were fucking yeah we were down a guy for it too uh so <laughs> let's just start with uh reese let's uh just tell us like these next few levels, if you're gonna take a feat, ASIs, uh, what's your plan? You know, are you gonna? Do you have like a certain thing in mind for Horbus? Like, is he gonna be a pyromancer, fucking fire spell wizard, or what's go? What's what's gonna happen? What are you thinking?
3: I guess I'll give you a little bit of both. story-wise, as far as what he's gonna to do to try and like advance at least the the quote-unquote alien storyline or whatever you wanna call him. Uh, is obviously his background is is i mean i guess maybe it's not obvious but in like academia so he's been around schools and 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 i would imagine experts of like i guess i don't know for a fact that geology and that kind of stuff is around but i guess i kind of just think, figured it was so i i think he's gonna kind of find his like his space if we're able to go to a like a school or a library or somebody that might know more about the meteors yeah. Or the
1: monsters. There may be like someone who studies like different planes and stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. If we can, yeah. If would we can be, I would like that. to go to a I would like to go to college again. Uh we can just stay there, we can enroll. Uh we can just finish this arc off <laughs> in college. You know, backward i Yeah, all started. Belk has
2: a lot to learn about the world.
1: Uh so are you doing like do you have any feats in mind or anything like that?
3: Or yeah, like so I, uh I don't well so I'm not uh I, I mean I guess I did already pick the wizard school he picked is order of scribes so he's not uh unlike the other uh wizard subclasses you're it's not like a specialty as far as like you get these types of spells like evocation or whatever that kind of stuff yeah um so I don't think he'll necessarily have a specialty as far as spells in fact I'm hoping to like amass spells because that's a mechanically a part of kind of how the order of scribes works is you you have a discount essentially on on learning new spells if you're learning them from like scrolls and outside attacks. of leveling up yeah exactly yeah. so um yeah i think he'll he'll try and get a nice variety of spells for you know utility or damage or whatever because obviously it's there's a lot of good spells that are good for different things but uh and then in feat-wise, if we're level two now and we'll get a feat at four, I've kind of, I don't know, I might just go basic and just do the ability score increase, but the feats that he might take is either War is a good feat for casters, or uh, the new Strixhaven official book introduced a new uh, feat called Strixhaven Initiate, which gives you free spells, a free level one spell and two free cantrips. And the level one spell can be from outside of the wizard list, so like cleric or bard so Molf, and I think druid as well, there's a couple of them, so
1: maybe Beck will rub off enough on him that he wants to take a druid spell
3: yeah, we'll see, and I guess the you know, them- thematically, obviously he wouldn't go to a school named Strixhaven, but uh, you know, it would kind of make sense of getting a feat related to schooling, so
1: yeah hmm. That'll be fun. I love I love wizard. I like casters in general. They're just fun to. Uh, they just sure, always the there's always like spells. You, yeah, the possibilities for casters are just so insanely endless. No. Especially when you can learn fucking every spell like a wizard right. can. Uh, Jojo, how about what about Ook? What do we do? What do you think about Ook?
2: Hmm.
1: Well, I was just
0: thinking Sentinel, just because OP feet. Yep. Uh anybody listening, that is the most OP thing you could probably get as a fee for a martial class. If Marshall, you're a martial yeah. class and you're kind of in the front line like Ook will be, uh Sentinel is just one of the best things to have. Um so I know there's things called power gamers out there in D D. Uh, I don't want to be considered one of them, but I was gonna take Sentinel and uh these guys were talking to me and we were thinking Mount Mounted Combatant would be a uh, a fun one. It, um,
1: depending i don't know Andrew yeah just depending seem, seems on... like he would just be sniping horses if we did if we did
0: yeah like he'd but with the mountain combatant my mount wouldn't die because yeah. i would have to die first yeah uh so that's definitely an interesting thing i think i'm gonna save that for a level eight though and do sentinel just because sentinel i feel will help more in the early levels and, than the yeah. mountain combatant because Keeping getting a mount out will them. be kind of hard and i also, just gotta we do
1: have monk the monk too who can get sentinel so that's something to think about as well
0: that is true um polar master i like it as a feat i don't think it's good though I yes think... you get you get an opportunity attack when they come into your range but that's that's it. it's not that's that's it that kind of gets rid of your reaction for anything else yeah, polar um, master sentinel and then that the extra like damage the, as a bonus action
1: the d4 mm, that's the shit. Polar master what, sentinel combo is like the big yeah. power gamer martial class. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would like rather take so I would rather
0: take you. sentinel mountain combatant tough and then like ability scores or other yeah, other resilience resilience is good for a tank. Yeah, resilience is really awesome. good.
1: Um also I was going to say you're going uh, Path of the Totem, Barbarian. I don't think yes. That unlocks. I'm until not changing. Three.
0: I yep. At three, I will become a oath, or a Path of Bar or Totem Warrior. Yeah. Um. So.
1: And he's going. Bear. And of
0: course, Bear Totem. Who Which is wouldn't the best take one. Bear Totem on <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: On the first level yeah. of it. Uh, yeah. I'll be resisting everything but psychic. So I'm assuming so that we're going to get gonna a bunch of psychic because, damage. Yeah. Psychic guessing, damage is going to yeah. happen all the time.
1: Andrew's going to have a lot of psychic damage after that. Yeah. Uh, so thematically, one thing I wanted to do, and I kind of ran it past Andrew and I didn't run it past Jojo. I just thought it was funny. I was talking to everybody in our group chat and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like Beck had like some peyote or like some ayahuasca or, you know, some weird trippy drug. And he gave me two, two bottles of it. And I kind of want to do it to where, uh, and I only say this because I know Jojo won't play it this way as, U- or Jojo won't let this knowledge change you and we don't even know if we're going to use it but I want to play it as Beck has been using these drugs to like stifle books fucking like primal because like when he first came out of his shell he was like totally feral like insane like killing machine and then Beck started like basically giving him fucking like Ritalin to fucking like mellow him out or whatever but now he's only got two left, so that's like the real reason that Beck needs to go to fucking Brubor is because his dad makes like the medicine, the drugs, and like every now and then Beck's just like, yeah, me and like OoK, we just like you know take a night and we go to the spirit realm and like we commune with the nature and stuff. But it's actually like Beck just making sure that OoK doesn't like snap and just start killing oh, people. Postal. Yeah i kind of wanted to do that and i I guess i could just bounce it off of like how jojo like thinks about that like because it, it kind of thematically works like you started getting like some visions and stuff and beck you tell beck like it's it's like happening and then he's just like oh man might be time for another fucking okay. trip to, to nature and, yeah and the
0: best the best thing about it i think is is like like i said uh ook didn't have play in the mortal plane so ook Whenever it came to, like, killing things or him being feral and, like, wanting to destroy things, it wasn't him, like, just randomly going to go kill, like, a bunch of humans or elves or something like that. Yeah. And that's one thing that, Beck, I like how he portrays it as, oh, shit, this guy's a monster. Like, I can't let him loose. Yeah, uh, yeah
1: exactly. Like, I don't see it as, like, you're, you as a person are, like, like, Ook as a person is going to freak out. But I want to see it as, yeah. like, Ook has, like, seen so much shit that, like, he just is like almost crazy, you know, like like yeah. people who go to war and see some shit. And then they come back and it's just like they're not the same person, you know.
0: And essentially it's like he came out of the stasis not knowing a thing other than he's from hell. Like he knew that. Yeah. And he knows how the fire was there. And he knows that he underwent some sort of training, but he's not sure what for. And so... I, I definitely like if you assume like a, a 12 year old kid waking up from a coma yeah. after like 30 some years and Tw- like what 12. they went through it's still just like what the fuck yeah oh yeah Ook is Uk is a lot older than he looks i will say that yeah he is very old in uh time but so that's his uh, actual body age is not
1: that's something i've been throwing around and that that i think it'd be fun role play to like one night Ook is like sleeping and I wake up like Horbis and Belks and I'm just like, I gotta tell you guys a secret. Like, uh, huh, I'm almost out of this drug and uh, I need to go get some more because Ook will just turn into a killing machine if he does not have this once every, like, two weeks or whatever, you know? And then you guys <laughs> will be like, uh, maybe we should go to Brewbor like, real quick. Yeah.
2: It's,
1: it's definitely interesting. Yeah, I think it would be, I don't know, I think it would definitely... I feel like it would make the dynamic between Beck and Ook really, really pop because it's like right now we're just like buddies who are like happy-go-lucky guys. But then like you figure that out and it's like, damn, this is like kind of dark. Like they're still friends, but like Beck is like scared that this is going to happen. And Ook like is doesn't know, you know, he's just like blissfully ignorant of it. So like maybe one time we have like a session where Ook does just fucking snap and then it's like the whole Got session him. is us like trying to hunt him down and like give him like his fucking elixir or whatever, you know. But that's Ooh, just crank, something crank. yeah, that that's just something I was kicking around between me and me and Andrew. Uh so what about uh Belks? What's going on with Belks? Is he a rogue? Is he a paladin? Let's find out. I'll throw it over to Corey uh, with the news here.
2: So, uh, instead of power gaming, or maybe in addition to power gaming, I, I don't even know. I'm letting... My sessions carry me from level to level. However, I ended up playing, uh, me as a person, I have bipolar disorder, type 1. Uh, and to be honest, some days when I wake up, um, I feel like a completely different person than I, I have been. Like, my interests are different. Uh, I react differently to stimuli. Uh... And it's really just, it's coming out this season a little bit. Uh, but I added fluff in my background to help it make sense a little bit. Um, but I'm going to let Belk's decide his own journey. Uh, right now, uh, so I took a, I I started off a level of rogue. Um... And eventually, I think I want to be, like, a swashbuckler if I can get enough levels of Rogue. Because I talk a lot of game. Um, I took a level of Paladin because, uh, you know, I I felt like someone needed to stand up for the dead and um, help make sure it didn't happen again. And to me, that felt kind of paladin-ish you know and that's when i got my next level so i'll boom okay paladin uh if i get enough levels in paladin maybe an oath of glory um this level it seems like i'm probably gonna end up taking a level of bard oh man this character <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm gonna have one level It's gonna be so bad
1: yeah yeah
2: um uh, <laughs>
3: We're going to have the power game to make up for Corey. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was no just I
2: was like, oh, no, dude. We're going <laughs> to... Listen. <laughs> yeah. Smites, along with... you not even to get... You... <laughs> those cunning actions. We're going to be fucking level 12. Your sneak
1: attack dice is still going to be 3d6, dude. <laughs> gonna yeah, but I'm going to have...
2: <laughs> how many smites?
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, I do... I like the... It's like cool take on how to do a character it's re- it really is
2: yeah you know usually i plan everything out yeah it's like, okay this is what i'm doing and this is kind of how my character is gonna go um but this time you know I'm, I'm really just letting belks be loud uh deceitful i'll let you guys know the listeners because uh, the guys see it in our chat on roll 20 uh which is what we use when we play um, shout out roll 20 yeah roll20.net uh, I rolled deception a whole lot <laughs> every, pretty much every time Belks opens his mouth he's running he's rolling deception um I mean sometimes'll I'll call it out if the the situation requires it. But, uh, most of the time I can just roll it quietly and anyone can roll their insights that need to, want to. Um, but most of the party's pretty happy-go-lucky. Um, as far as what I want to do, uh, I wanted to live a peaceful life, um, making a name, I I guess not a peaceful life, but I wanted to make a name for myself away from my dad, uh, and so I was gonna stir up some trouble in these Twin Kingdoms. But... Now I really think I just wanna get back to Brewbor because these big worm things <laughs> seem pretty dangerous. Uh, and so if his dad can help us in any way, that would be great. Uh... But, uh... Oh, also, I'll tell you this. Something else with my background. May end up at some point taking levels of Warlock. So... Be prepared. Anything could happen. Stay tuned. Uh, but I you think start a bidding war
3: between your cleric god and your or your paladin <laughs> god and your warlock patron. Yeah.
2: Uh, see, it, the paladin. My take on the paladin is, the oath the paladin makes to themselves gives them divine the powers of charisma. Yeah. Um. Of of personality. Um and, and Belks is, you know, a cult of personality, if nothing else. He he'll tell anyone anything. Um, and he wants everyone to think that he's awesome. So Yeah, it's it's all up in the air. And that's why I'm always praying to the shadows too. Um, at night. It has something to do with my my family's religious beliefs and upbringing. So. But. Yeah. I think that's really it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. What is. What's. What's Beck thinking? He's just kind of talking to deer and smelling flowers, from what I can see.
1: Yeah, I. When I originally made Beck, it was exactly what I'm doing, so I'm pretty happy with it. He's just a guy who fucking, yeah, stop and spell the fuck like not literally not like even with all this going on, uh, he's like, as you saw, I was just like, yeah, we could do whatever, like it's, it's fine. We could go talk to whoever you need here and this that and the other. It's like, I think I was gonna just do, like when we got to this big city, try to find somebody to like send a message like an animal messenger or whatever to my dad and like just get in the message that way just for so we could stay kind of on the path of what we're doing you know um outside of that uh whole thing with ook i don't really have much for Beck. i guess it all it it all kind of depends on what my dad would say to me to try to figure out that uh I don't, I think, mechanically, he's just gonna be full druid. I was, I've been going back and forth on whether or not I want to multi-class into a grave cleric, because I think there's gonna be a lot of death. I mean, we've already seen a lot of death and stuff, and, you know, yeah. I think, I think that would, we'll like, change it, out. and I don't know, I think, depending on how it goes, it might be, like, I could just see him being more of, like, a shepherd type guy where it's like I should have went circle of shepherds when I say that but I don't want to because that circle's bad um but like shepherding like people to the other side and like how death is a big part of nature would just be really like thematically all right for Beck so that's something to watch for
2: um and the Wiccan belief that's a hedge witch yeah 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 sorry yeah yeah sorry about that <laughs> yeah. uh
1: I don't know. I think, I think Beck is, uh, I think also Austin is a player. Uh, I really kind of had the spotlight. Like I was talking, I just found myself talking a lot as Billy. And in this campaign, I was like, I really wanted to kind of take a step back and let like the other players kind of shine and talk more and be the face and all that. Just so that, you know, it's a different experience for the listeners. And, that has led me to make Beck, who's just fucking along for the ride just you know
2: hanging out i think his views on life like take your time enjoy the journey i think that's something that honestly everybody could learn from Uh, yeah i know i need some of that in my life like you're
1: never too busy to fucking stop and look at the stars you know if you see a cool flower you're never too busy to
2: stop pick it up like yeah yeah take, take a moment to to live your
3: life yeah yeah i think it kind of makes for a good party too because Horbus is like the opposite of that basically
1: yeah i think when you have too many of the same people in a party it's not good and that's kind of the yeah it's like what we have here because we have like ronin i think ronin is the exact opposite of belk's like he's like not good talking to people you know quiet all that and belks is like this aggressive like talk talk to anybody do a performance in the middle of a bridge type guy so and then yeah like you said horbis is this guy who's so busy he's got all these books all this stuff and then it pans over to beck and nuke and they're literally just fucking picking flowers and fucking throwing rocks and shit and it's like it's just it's gonna be a fun dynamic to play in i do agree
0: I really like how the transition from our Lepeth characters was.
1: Because you had, like, Broman,
0: who couldn't talk to anybody. uh, Because everybody would just think he's fucking stupid or crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Or a goblin. To Bellix, to where, like, he can talk to literally anyone and convince anyone of anything. Yeah. It seems. Um, Then you have Beck, who's, like, the exact opposite of Billy, like you said. Um, And then there's me as Ook, who, like talks about his looks and stuff and like he's more charismatic and stuff whereas kumar was always just like very oblivious to the social cues and stuff like that and uh i mean Uk is oblivious to social cues but that's just for entirely different reasons but he still has like those cues to his things that like make him way different from uh kumar and then uh Horbis like he was saying he's like all about go 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 like his books and everything whereas uh Wilthrum was more of a laid back just the janitor uh just wanting a drink and like happy guy you know it's like all of our characters just like swapped <laughs> like we literally just like look to the left to each other yeah like, all right
1: now you get to play a character yeah like just move to the left like i think <laughs> yeah like the characters in the path all match these characters pretty well like i think like wilthram is to... kind of a, bi- a back oh, like Wilthrum. No. And then, like, Ook is kind of, like, a Broman. And Bellix is, like, a Billy. And Kumar is, like, uh, <laughs> the Horbis the of the group. Yeah. I oh, think, like, we're all playing
2: fucking different characters. <laughs> I literally just face-bombed. <laughs> like, we're
1: all playing each other from our last campaign. It's, it's great. Uh,
2: and it's funny because in that campaign, we cameoed our other characters...
1: Yeah, from JoJo's campaign when we were.
2: Yeah. And in JoJo's campaign, I think we also cameoed <laughs> podcast characters. Yeah. Oh, we do a
1: lot God. of, uh, I don't know, making like. Fun of each other. Yeah, meta stuff. Oh, like yeah. making fun of each other, inside jokes. But that's I, what D&D's I always, all
0: about. I always love. So the viewers, one thing that they never get is like, whatever. Because, like, uh,. I think one time in the LePeth series, we all started dressing up as people from my campaign that I DM. Yup, It was just funny because in my campaign, I had a, a samurai, a guy who was a pirate, uh, a shinobi from, like, Naruto universe, and then uh, a demigod. And uh it's just funny because we all like we're dressing up and it's like oh one of us has to be a samurai the other one has to dress up like a pirate and just crazy. like all this stuff and we always do that like i think i think at some point in this campaign we're gonna make probably definitely... is gonna be a goblin yep yep we're... and then
1: yeah i <laughs> back... gonna put on some furry
0: pants and be like oh look at me i'm a satyr <laughs> oh
1: with his horns perfect <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh I awesome. do have a
2: question though. Okay. Um a couple of our characters have already in the couple of combats we've had come close to death. Ook went down in the first fight. That's my fault. Yeah. No it's not.
0: Yeah it was. Yeah. You didn't rage. Kinda, I mean, no, if I raged thunder damage would have still done
2: eleven damage to me, which I had uh, eleven health. Oh Belk <laughs> finished that battle with one health. Yep. And no heals. In the party, I
3: think. I just right. want to point out that Horbus literally, before that fight, w- like, casted a bunch of stuff to, like, save himself, like the Temper HP spell and Maid yeah. Armor and all that. Oh, stuff. Horbus and then I been didn't touched. even lose health. Yeah, I literally didn't lose <laughs> health. I was, I was trying to put myself in danger's way, too. I, like, was running into them, and they just wouldn't hit me. There, there's a
0: stereotype <laughs> of the wizard dying from, like, literally anything, but our wizard is literally
1: so small nobody can see him. <laughs> it just yeah, seems or- like he's like non-existent yeah and in, then, like,
0: the, the order team. of who gets hit and stuff
1: and then beck went down that second fight
0: oh yeah that one was quick but that's because they were targeting you and yeah, i they assume just... it was
1: for the meteor piece yeah i'm assuming so as well. um
2: so have you guys given any thoughts to second characters oh yeah uh yeah
1: i have not i should no <laughs> I have. I will. I I will
2: say
0: my my second character is based off of like a character from a video game, Uh, but he is Master Chief. Not Master Chief. (laughs) Master Chief would be a sick one though. Master Chief would be a (laughs) sick D and D character. (laughs) I just. I just. uh, I'm not gonna say anything more on my second character idea, other than the people that will understand this, if they're like our listeners that might understand this. And I just want to say, show me your moves. And if anybody gets that. Please send something to our Twitter or Instagram about being hyped for if Ook dies, (laughs) because I just want to know if anybody understands the reference made. (laughs) Uh. Hashtag kill Ook, Ook, get him in. (laughs) I want the man It actually gets
1: trending, and a bunch of people are just like, What the fuck? What is going on?
2: Everybody just just starts trending to
0: fucking roll for damage, like,
1: Show me your move.
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> we're just gonna, as a party, kill ook one day. Yeah. Accidentally my throat, accidentally
0: my throat, like deception bodies. What? <laughs> I I I love that part when fucking <laughs> Austin made the joke of, yeah, we're just actually outside staring in the window <laughs> horrified.
1: <laughs>
0: there when have been some, some good Felix moments already. Oh yeah, when
2: I was them slitting them. those throats. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like, there have yeah, been some no, good moments. That.
1: Actually, let's just go through. First five episodes, favorite moment. Is that your favorite moment, Joe? No. No? What was your favorite moment in the first five episodes? Oh,
0: God. My favorite moment was in the most recent one. um, And it's talking about the possum's marsupial pouch. And then Ook thinking that's its asshole. Beck being like, oh, no, this is his asshole. And then me being like, oh, I see. So, like, mine. And I lift up my tail and showed people my asshole. That was very funny. I just I literally choked on food whenever I was eating <laughs> and I heard that I was like I forgot that was even said that was one of my favorite moments but yeah definitely like all the little like Beck, Beck things I throws and he's like nah I'm
1: just kidding I love those how about you Corey what was your favorite doesn't have to be the funniest one just your favorite moment so far
2: uh, when I asked Beck to show that <laughs> and I just said no food. Yeah, and you're like, no, and I'll, and I'll ever, as a player, I was, Stunned. I, my jaw dropped.
0: What, what about the moment when we were just like, I don't appreciate you talking like that in front of our faces, at least do it behind our back, and then you you're like, like okay, turn bro, around. what's that over there,
1: and then we both turned around, and you continued And then to you talk. just started talking again, I think that was my favorite one too, you're just like, I oh really yeah, what's over there, and then you just continued to talk about us, that was funny. What
3: about you, Horvus? Um, I'm gonna give two. I liked, uh I guess an in-game one and a like joke one, I guess. So, uh, when we were like walking away from the larger alien creatures and Uke was dragging one, and like Horvus. Waited for everyone to turn around, and not tried see to any. I like, tried to drag <laughs> the one, literally, probably didn't even move it at all. Or, no, I ripped off the tentacle, I guess. Yeah, so, he's yeah. probably stronger than he looks. But uh, that, and then when we were joking around about getting a I guess I forgot what you called it. There's an official name for it. Like a like baby harness thing. Oh, the baby Bjorn. Oh. The Yeah, baby <laughs> Bjorn. Yeah, if we get one of those, I'm going to just be loving it. Oh, so just funny. Just some
2: fabric. We can fashion
3: one. Front in. and back. One for, the, one one for awesome, awesome and one for awesome, yeah, one for yeah. awesome
1: and one for Horvus.
3: Or they make Horvus twin, they make twin ones
1: too, so you can both be side by side on the front.
3: Imagine us in a twin stroller.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God that's actually not a bad idea at some point we should dress Horbus like a baby and put him in a stroller if we have to like get in somewhere and just be like, my baby and then, and then, and then it's just, just like, ask who, who the mother is and then just point at ook
0: oh that'd be funny just fucking like and back just pushing a stroller and it's just oh who's well, the mother yeah that'd be me
1: oh that'd be really funny <laughs> really get somebody to think like huh Or if, like, there's a bad guy on the loose or something, it's, like, a monster or something. It's, like, okay, we'll leave a baby stroller there. The monster will attack the baby, thinking it's helpless. Out pops Horbus, wand at the ready, ready to spell. (laughs) And he just gets swallowed. And we're just, like, we did not think this plan out. (laughs) The monster just engulfs the whole stroller. (laughs) It's like, oh, no. Uh, All right. I think that's about it
0: for this episode. One one thing that I do want to add is, us as players too, we were talking about the order that we think our our characters will die. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I honestly like. I think Corey's the only one that thinks different from most of us, but I honestly think the first one to die will be
1: Uke. I think it will too, just because, I mean, naturally, tank tanks just can sometimes die, and uh, yeah, I think we're gonna get into a big fight. Or something with someone that we're not supposed to fight, or something like that. And he is just going to just wallop fucking Uuk to try to like prove a point to us or something. He's gonna be like, "Oh, this is like your strongest guy." Blah blah blah. And then like eight eight multi attacks later, it's like, "Oh." <laughs> Cory
0: Corey said Bellix will be the first to die, but I because he would like overextend in some political reach. But well, I definitely think it would be Uuk over Belix because like. Like I always said, Ook will die for people in the party.
1: I think Bellux would die out of like for out of combat stuff. Like yeah, yeah he would he like would get kidnapped and then someone like cuts executes his, him or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like gets executed so, or something like that. When Andrew so the very first session when we were fighting those alien things, um Andrew said in our chat notes from session one Belks is OP. And at that moment, I felt a target on Belk's back. <laughs> um, and Belk's the fact is OP. That I,
0: Two more yeah. damage to Ook. And <laughs> I think it was stop back or something like that.
2: And uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I got down to one health I, for a while that yeah. fight.
0: I do agree that the first one of the first people that will die is either uh, Uker two. Th-
2: what if it's like just some random thing that Horbis gets caught in and it just crushes them? or it's a TPK? I could see that too. <laughs> well,
1: if it's a TPK. I'm guessing Ook is dead first, because I feel like once Ook dies in combat, the snowball is going to start rolling down the hill, because if something hit Ook hard enough to kill him, then they're really going to fucking hit the rest of us Especially hard if enough. I'm raging. Like, if I'm yeah. raging
0: and I get, like, two-shotted or one-shotted, I'll be like, yeah.
1: although Although Ronan will have some... He'll have some decent fucking tank. I mean, monks are kind of like offensive tanks. They're not like full tank. You can't really... Full tank That's build in a monk, with a monk, but... If he dips into like barbarian, he could fucking rage and be a pretty good tank.
2: Listen, the next time Belk's has a a reason to be all goody two shoes, I'm gonna be smacking people with the power of
3: <laughs> power of God,
1: <laughs> the power of your oath, as yeah. you said.
3: Yeah, right. Hopefully yeah, power God that. and enemy.
1: <laughs> the power of god and anime on our it, side that's kind of yeah, that, that's that, kind of like it, what ma- multi-classing into like paladin and rogue is honestly <laughs> having the power of yeah, god man. and anime on your side
2: that's true go kurosaki <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so we'll transition into uh hit us up on our twitter and tell us who you think will die first how about that maybe i'll make yeah, a poll yeah. again Seems like our awesome. poll is about who's going to die.
2: Who's
1: uh, going
3: to
2: die?
1: Maybe I'll do... I'll figure out a poll. I'll put up some polls. I'll put up like three polls. All about
3: which person knows the most, me or Joe. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll start a, like who a secretly Patreon. knows the most, but they're not saying
1: anything. Yeah. Or I'll start a poll that says, Who's the worst at hiding the fact that they know way more than they should? Joe or Reese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways uh the funny thing is I actually don't know much. Well, you as a player. I've been know. well the like no like legit, legit, legit everybody dark
0: break. on something oh. and then like Andrew will tell me something and I'm like okay. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so with that I suppose we'll say uh check us out at rollfordamage.squarespace.com. That's where you can find all our socials to interact with us. Uh I'd love to see some artwork again. Send that into uh, Instagram and we'll post that.
2: Yeah, so we have darken underscore mar. Um, Doing some artwork
1: for us. I shouted yeah. her out on our Twitter. She did an amazing job.
2: Yeah, Uh, I actually am going to pay that lady so we can get some of that stuff posted.
1: Nice. So we'll post some of that. We'll have some official artwork for all of our characters. I think you guys will really enjoy it. Uh, we also have some affiliate links there where you guys can go and check out some gamer stuff and get some, everything
2: you need to run a campaign.
1: Get some extra gold off, you know and anything else. We got maps and stuff there so when you're listening to us talk, you can kind of have some references and that'll be about it for this week and recap, catch up with all the players and stuff kind of a little roundtable episode and uh, maybe we'll do it again next time we're hit at 10 or so yeah catch for... us next
0: time on uh bellix mon- Montar's campaign montage oh yeah that's what i was I gonna name this hopefully it. yeah
1: yeah belk's Montars campaign montage i was gonna call it that because i wanted cory to like quote unquote host it and do belk's voice the whole time but uh, i was like yeah i don't really want to do character voice so yeah. i just want to talk i think Everyone would just oh,
2: See, I came into this actually expecting to oh really character the whole time
1: yeah so I was thinking about doing it like we were all back. sitting around a campfire and then we start talking but it wouldn't really make sense to do like the out of character all the out of character stuff that yeah, we, we can talked break about the in fourth campfire. wall sometimes. fuck it dude. <laughs> it right. would have been it
0: would have been funny because it would have been like uh after the credits of like any anime you watch and yeah. it like shows just scenes for like the next episode or like the previous one Yeah. and it literally will have like a character to just like arguing over it talking about what's going on but they're like breaking the fourth wall talking and stuff
1: yeah oh <sighs> anyways catch us next week guys and uh have a good week
2: goodbye
3: my friend
1: I dare care now.